And now, The Chris Coffee Project. Hello, good morning, and welcome to another episode of The Chris Coffee Project. I am Chris Coffee, and I am stressing out right now. Oh man, you wouldn't believe how this week has been just for me. Um, honestly, it wasn't bad. It was just stressful. Everything is stressful right now, isn't it? The problem is I can't stop watching the news. Um, <laughs> oh man. What are you going to do? This world is going crazy, and honestly, I like to watch. So, um, I'm not a voyeur. It's just the way it is. <laughs> so don't be weird. Don't be weird. Don't make this weird for me. I'm weird. I just don't need it weirder. Um, <laughs> I am. I'm stressing though. It's it's terrible. I've got. I haven't even gotten the coffee jitters yet, and I'm on my fourth espresso. Uh, and right now, I feel like you're judging me completely. <laughs> Stop it. Um, well, <laughs> I just look forward to the woohoo moment. You know, like. Yeah. Kind of like when the roadrunner's legs are spinning really fast before he speeds away, you know, on those curvy roads in the middle of nowhere in the desert. That's kind of how I like to feel, you know what I mean? Uh, I feel like maybe, I don't know, I just, <laughs> I just like that feeling. It's not weird. It's not. There's a lot of people who like it. Anyway. This year, speaking of that, this year feels like it's sped by. I mean, you know, we talk about how terrible um, COVID is and how it's ruined this year, but nobody talks about how fast the year went, even though we were all stuck in our houses. I feel like I was looking out the window watching everything go by. The, the sun go up, the sun go down, the sun go up, the sun go down, and it's just not, it's not what I wanted I had um, I had a moment. I had a little trip. Uh, it wasn't a little one. I guess it's ten days. It's just regular trip. I don't know. Anyway, during the summer, it was fun. That was a fun uh, vacation. And um, then I came home and um, stayed in stayed in the house. Didn't go anywhere. Uh, and then all the watching the news. Like I said, the, the news is my my big thing right now. Everyone panicking from one crisis to the next. Uh, man, and then the elections, and then now that's a crisis too. You just can't, can't, you can't take your eyes off of it. It's like a, it's a dumpster fire. That's what's going on right now. The whole year is. Um, it's, everything's in an uproar. And now, to make me feel like uh, today's more intense, it's Friday the 13th. I feel like I'm seeing hockey masks everywhere. And then it feels like, you know, Friday the 13th sort of feels like Monday on a bed of hot nails. You got to be careful. Be careful out there. You know, you got to wear your mask. <laughs> not not a Jason mask, but, you know, just a regular mask. Although, Jason mask might keep everybody away. That's the social distancing we're trying to get, right? But seriously, don't. Don't get yourself caught in the COVID thing. It's a, the second wave. The second wave. I don't know if you're ever on surfing, but if you 
have like two waves come at the same time and um and you get caught you're spinning around and it kind of feels like um that girl on ferris bueller's day off day off just like my best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend coughed near this guy who then bumped into a kid who shared a bus with this girl who was tested positive for covid last week i guess it's pretty serious <laughs> isn't it it's pretty serious it's all really serious. Anyway, I have hot topics. I mean, the hot topic really is um, the vaccine, though, right? The vaccine. Man, one minute, it feels like they're talking about how, oh, everything is horrible. It's horrible. All, all, everything's going on. And um, having a vaccine so quick, there's no way we're going to be able to do that. And yet, here we are now, a month later, and there is... Uh, a, a vaccine on the horizon and now they're saying how wonderful it is i don't know if i should believe them honestly i just don't trust the media anymore i it used to be that i didn't trust the government and which that still occurs but the media it's hard to trust them too now i mean who's running who on the american soil over there anyway um <laughs> It's just like chickens with their heads cut off, I think, bumping into each other. Mm, I don't know. Just a month ago. You know, and it, now they're saying it's like the... Uh, it, it, they're just talking like it's the best thing since penicillin. And I don't understand that. There's so many other things that are better than penicillin. Um, and uh, the vaccine for COVID is not one of them. But speaking of penicillin, <laughs> I have weird news from around the world. Um, and I have to tell you, it is really, really hilarious because all these stories that I have next for you all kind of go together and um, it just cracks me up. I can't, I can't imagine how, this, how people are like this, really. Um, so it, the, the story, when I read it, it comes with a picture, and I want to explain to you the, what the guy looks like. But, I, you know, <clears throat> he's not an, actually a handsome guy. Like, he looks like he could be cool. Uh, he's not, he doesn't have a shirt on, so you can see that he's muscular, but super skinny. So um, short, skinny, muscular. And um, apparently he is wooing women all around the world. Whenever they go to Thailand, um, apparently he, he tracks their attention somehow with his Casanova ways. And it's made, it's made it to the newspaper because the police uh, saw his posts. I don't know if it was Facebook or where exactly, if they have like a specific thing that's like Facebook. But in the story, when I read it, they removed all of the um, all of the pictures that he had posted, along with the captions that he would put with those pictures. And it's a lot of women, and they're not um, they're not exactly ugly. You know what I mean? It's I, I hate to judge people pretty and not pretty, but um, you know, you know, you know, you know when you're attracted when you're not. That's all I'm saying. The point is, he was with all of these women, and it's a lot of them, and that's why I'm like, 
so one of the one of the things he said was um, he saw this gorgeous Russian woman, and he's riding his motorcycle. So it says in the caption, it's like, or in the story, um, he was said, he said to her, "You interrupted me. I was riding my motorbike home, but because of your beauty, I had to turn around. I needed to talk to you and find out if you are." beautiful on the inside as well and apparently that made her just that swept her off her feet and and he took her back to his cave which he lives in a cave near the beach um and it doesn't show pictures of the cave but a cave's a cave no cave has like you know linoleum or um hardwood floors we're talking about dirt floors and um you know, I don't know, bamboo floor maybe? I don't know. Is that, I don't even know what Thailand has exactly. Maybe it's bamboo. <laughs> I'm trying to picture this and I can't. It's just ridiculous. I can't imagine. So I just think that the police were somehow just had to find out if there was anybody making complaints. Apparently, none of the women made complaints. So, um, Nobody in his neighborhood or the people that know him think anything less of him. I mean, you know, he seems to be a, a nice guy, but just uh, a ladies' man. So can, you can't fault him for that exactly, but it's not, ex it's not, I don't know. Jeez. I it makes it seem like, um, you, you know, <laughs> I don't know. The police, like I said, they seem jealous, and uh, uh, his Facebook accounts, um, they had to take him down. I don't know. They took him down because what? Probably because um, he didn't want them to be upset. I don't know what the laws are there, but that is really weird. And it also makes me think that, is it is it like that? I mean, is there a lot of people that are like that in other countries where, the, you know, you go traveling with your friend and some native... Um, person of that land that just sweeps you off your feet with just a few words wow I'm, i don't know that's just crazy i mean now you, you it makes you think um your first question is uh have you been tested and they're not they're not actually asking you about um <laughs> any any other venereal disease now it's covid they want to know if you have covid so that's hilarious but while this 48-year-old cave-dwelling Thai man is getting love in all the wrong places, <laughs> I don't know, his cave, is it's got to be a wrong place to have... Is it clean? I don't know. It's about as clean as the wind can make it, I guess. Anyway, while he's getting lucky, a 69-year-old Dutch man uh, wants to legally change his birth date his birth year, so he can go back to work, which he is now a pensioner. He's collecting his pension. 69 years old, collecting pension, and he wants to, um, he wants to change his birthday. So he's, he's filed a lawsuit to the, um, the city for not changing it um, because he wants to go back to work to have a better profile on Tinder so he can get lucky. He has uh, filed that lawsuit documenting 
that his doctor says he's as health his he has a healthy body of a 45 year old man so um therefore he feels like he should be able to reduce his um his age oh man where is this how is this i have no no i can't even there's jokes there's jokes in my head that i really shouldn't say but what he needs is a cave and um more muscles maybe i mean I, it shows a picture of him and um he's got a nice face you know um but i don't know just he looks like a grandpa no matter what no matter what you say no matter what happens and he just wants to get lucky he's looking for love everybody's looking for love as a matter of fact um there's another story of a woman in england who is also, she's suing a company that, um, a, a private, uh, what is it called? Oh, man. A private high-end dating service. And uh, her complaint is that they didn't have any men. So that's strange. But then you realize, as you read the story, that she had some pretty high expectations Although she did spend 13,900 pounds, and she's suing the company for 14,000, whatever, just to get her money back, it seems, and some maybe the money she spent on dates because whoever, she, I don't even know if she had a date. Maybe she didn't even have one. I didn't read the whole story, but that was hilarious from what I did read. Um, <laughs> man, uh, she wanted a wealthy handsome man working in finances in which she claims the company represented the company representative told her they have a large selection um but after two years she never found a match or they didn't match her with anybody i mean if you get down to it what you're paying for is um an opportunity to meet somebody that's a lot of money to pay somebody to for an opportunity to meet somebody. Uh, looking for love in all the wrong places. You know what? I don't really like country music. That, that song, when I was a kid, sort of drove me crazy. But it's true. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Apparently it's in caves. And, um, and then... Um, <laughs> and, and, gosh, what is Dutchland? That's ridiculous. Why don't I remember that? Anyway, it's out there. Funny. Don't make fun of me because I, I, I think the coffee's kicking in. I can't think of anything right. I'm. I feel like I could learn how to play the violin in three minutes right now. Um, it just took a couple of minutes, and I just finished my coffee. It's every once in a while I take a sip, and you don't hear me because I pause it. But this is the last one. Oh man, I do love coffee. You know, um, the, uh, the somebody asked me when I was <laughs> when I started this podcasting was, do I have a niche? Is it niche, niche, niche? What is the, what is the proper word pronunciation for that? I don't even know. I don't know a lot of things. I'm just rambling, and I think that um, that is my niche: rambling, and. Um, telling dumb jokes and sometimes i have to you know 
I can retract if I say something stupid when I'm recording, but if I say something stupid in front of people, that probably, oh man, I, I think, well, I'm more careful when I'm in front of people. I don't say a lot of stuff, but that's why I started doing this is so I could say the stupid things that nobody listens to. Just, just my sister and um, maybe one or two other people. I think everybody gave up on me. <laughs> they got tired of listening to me. It's it's my voice or my face, one or the other. But you don't see my face; you just hear my voice. Uh, so you're lucky. You're lucky in that way. Oh, I remember I told you last week that we that I was going to a um, uh, an art class, a life drawing class, and I'll tell you, um, it was so cool. Um, and it's it was you know I in Portugal there was a a woman from. Uh, she's from England, and she teaches art. And um, it was a very cool place. It was like an apartment, but the space was like the living room. But they turned it into... like oh, I keep getting notifications. I forgot to turn them off. But anyway, that's all right. You, you don't mind, do you? Does it bother you if I get a ding every once in a while? I'm not even reading them. Anyway, so I went to... Um, I went to that place in uh, Kashkai's. Did I say that right? See, I can't say anything right. Anyway, it's in it's in Lisbon or um, Northwest Lisbon. Anyway, it was very cool because they um, she had a model and and the model was you know nude, but don't. <laughs> Everybody looks at me when I say that. It's very cool in the sense that you get to a point because of the exercises and if you're a professional about it, what you're doing is you're focusing on your art. You have your easel in front of you. Um, you have the model in a position or a shape that is um, sometimes uh, a strange, strange position. Um, you know, what you're trying to do is focus on the body, uh, the, the muscular skeletal position and where the weight, uh, you know, is distributed and those kinds of things. And you have 60 seconds to sketch it. So what, what comes to mind is you're doing an outline you stop looking at the person as an individual and now you're looking at them as an um uh like a sculpture and you're just making an outline of that sculpture uh, imagine if you were to do your hand and you put it against the wall <laughs> or a piece of paper and you drew around your hand what you're doing is you're following the outline and your eye is on the outline of your hand and not not on the individual um and after that, that's when you start, after you make that line and you start to shade it in and you give some dimension to your shape. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's all very cool. And I enjoyed it. They, they were all super wonderful people. And um, everybody, we're all artists, everybody artistic in one way or another. And... 
it was very it was, i don't know i just liked that it the the atmosphere the music the the relaxed feeling even though i was tense as i was sketching because i want to be perfect you know people are watching watching me um you know the the teacher is watching and there's always that little bit of um oh am i doing this right i'm not i didn't go to i mean i went to i took a couple of courses in college when i did this and um gosh i was terrible back then and that was one time <laughs> oh man so here's the story um <laughs> a a heavy set man um probably Mm, he was older, just an older, heavy-set man. Looked like Santa Claus, but with um, with just a mustache and no hair on top. He wore. I I just remember he had a really big watch. <laughs> you thought I was going to say something else, but that's just kind of the rest of that story is coming. So I'm sitting there and I'm doing my sketch, and um, apparently I have a friend who was across the room, and his position. So his um, right side was facing me, and his legs were open. And my friend, who was female, was staring at the, the his legs being open. So all he, she saw gonads. That's <laughs> that was it. And um, she comes over and she says, "Oh, please, please trade with me." And I'm like, "No, I don't, I'm I'm good. I'm really good right here." And she says, "Please, I'm begging you. Don't don't make me do this." And I'm like, what? And she explained that all she could see is his, his junk. So I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to see that. And she says, just this one few minutes. So I said, fine. So I traded places. Well, there was a woman, um, a, a, a girl next to me, and she was not inhibited at all. She saw junk, and she sketched junk, like huge. Took up the whole... Uh, <laughs> took up the whole page and I'm like oh man I can't I don't know what to do I'm drawing like you know his th this image um, as quick as I can um, you know like just one glimpse and then sketch and it was oh I think that I don't remember her name but she still owes me for that one I'm, I'm it's just like embedded in my brain now oh man anyway so I had a good time. I did that. We wore masks the whole time. It was um, mandatory, which was difficult to have a mask on while you're doing that. You know, you just kind of take it off. You take a couple of breathers. You put it back on. It's no big deal, but um, it was very cool. Uh, a really, a really good time, especially after being stuck in the house for weeks. Um, and so that was one little fun moment uh more of them to come i i hope i suspect i need to do it some more i like the training it's what i enjoy the most is is art and talking and drinking coffee so all of those things together would make a um a good day for me <laughs> i hope that your friday the 13th is going to be as great as um better than regular Fridays, if that's possible. Don't trip, don't fall, don't get COVID, wear your mask, be safe, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy life. It's time for me to go. 
So I'm going to say goodbye for now and talk to you next week. I might have a guest next week. That'll be fun. Tune in. Ciao. This has been the Chris Coffee Project. 